Hey, but there's also a huge tennis tournament on in Melbourne. Uh, it's called the Australian Open. Millions of dollars have been won. It's the best time of year in oh, Melbourne. It's fantastic, isn't it? Oh, we love it. Uh, Lift right. your game, weather. Here we do. Lift well, your game. And to talk to us all about it. one of the greatest tennis commentators uh, on the planet. Uh, it's absolute joy uh, to catch up with our next guest, and that's Kay Gabrielle, and he joins us. Kay Craig. Guys, it's good to be with you. Flattery will get you everywhere, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly are, mate. You, you live and breathe the game. Uh, so we're absolute honour to have, have you on our, our little show. Uh, tell us, um, so you, we, we've been going a couple of days now. What's your, what are your thoughts on the tournament so far? It's been fantastic so far, it really has. I mean, apart from uh, the, today's weather in the morning, we, we've just had an, a massive downpour of rain for a few hours. So the start of play um, on all courts except for three um, was delayed, and those three courts had retractable roofs. It's the only tennis facility anywhere in the world that has got three courts with retractable roofs, and, and that was fantastic. So we were able to get that stuff happening, and now they're working, and, um, you know, so they are um, uh, catching up but it should be fine and and uh, other than that it's been a tremendous tournament record crowds and uh some fantastic matches as well craig it was here a pleasure to chat to you um the it's the uh tournament for the people uh, how, how do you see the uh, australian open in in context with all the other majors each major has its own personality each one is very very different um, it, this is a great time of the year to be down in Australia um, with the Australian Open because the, most of the players are getting away from the northern winter and the snow and the cold and the sleet and whatnot, and uh, they're you know being able to enjoy really fine weather mo- most of the time. It is Melbourne, so we could expect four seasons <laughs> in a day, but uh, um, you know it, it's 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 a very nice event because it's a bit more relaxed compared to the others the french is um you know pretty classy and and chic and people watching wimbledon it's got all its traditions um and and is is also i think a lot of people feel that wimbledon is very stuffy and you know oh dear boy what what are you doing here sort of stuff <laughs> but wimbledon is is actually very much uh, a people's tournament queen's club is more the stuffy one, and it's not one of my favourite tournaments by any means. Um, that's before Wimbledon. And the US Open is just New York. It's brash. It's loud. It's you know um, stale um, junk food and, and things like that. <laughs> and Craig, it's Joel here. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, who who's impressed you so far? Obviously, the tournament's been going a couple of days, but who's impressed you um, so far? Um. Look, there are a few players that have been playing uh, really um, good tennis. I mean, you know, for us, Alex Dimonor has been wonderful these first couple of rounds. Today, 6-3, 6-love, 6-3 was Dimonor's scoreline. I thought he would win today, but I didn't expect it to be so one-sided. And even then, he was critical of himself. Um, In the third set, he said he lost a bit of focus. I don't know where that was because he was so good. Um, and it, the, the big names um, are, are tough to go past. Certainly Novak Djokovic had a bit of a tough time in his first round. Let's see how he plays later on today or tonight. Um, but, you know, Igor Sviantek has had a, a pretty good passage. Some testing moments, but 
you know, still pretty comfortable. Coco Golf um, has been tremendous. So there, there are a lot to choose from at the moment. Um, so, but it's, as I said, it's still early days, and, and uh, give it another couple of rounds, and I think the the cream is going to start really rising to the top. And Craig, is it? I mean, it's a difficult question, I suppose, to answer. But in your in your world of tennis, who's been your favourite? Who's been my favourite current lot or all time? Oh, all time. All time, goodness. Um, I was very close to Ivan Lendl. Um, we, we, you know, close enough that I would stay at his house with his family and all that. Um, so he he would be one of my favourites, um, but. You know, our Australian players have always been fantastic. I had a bit of a love-hate relationship with Pat Cash. Um, but Kenny Rosewall um, lived three doors away from me. Um, and, and I speak with him very often. Um, you know, there's such a great bunch of Australian players, past and present. And um, some of the mega names of the sport, like um, Stefan Edberg, um, and on the women's side, Chrissy and Martina and, and Yvonne. I think Yvonne Gulagong was probably my, my favorite. I idolized her growing up. Uh, we were at the same club. So uh, there's, it, it's a, it is a difficult question to answer because there are so many players that I've had the fortunate, um, for, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be close to and, and enjoy their company on and off the court. And what about like... I don't want to sort of put a negative on, but some of the behaviours on the tennis court, uh, I know it's an emotional game and it's, it's, it's a battle with yourself, but some of the behaviours on the tennis court sometimes leave a little to be desired. Oh, yeah, um, but a lot of it is in the heat of the moment stuff. Um, the tension is, is pretty amazing on a tennis court and, and uh, you know, unless you've actually been through it, it's... it's um, it's difficult to really appreciate what a lot of these players go through, but it's also entertainment. And I think if we sterilize it too much, it's going to get pretty boring and it'll turn people away. People want to see the, the excitement and that passion and the adrenaline flowing and all that sort of, you know, those various aspects that make this fascinating because let's not forget it is entertainment and uh, you want to see you want to see um, the personalities come out. I mean, you don't want everybody to be like Bjorn Borg or Pete Sampras. Um, then the, the sport would be quite mundane. And, and, and in that case, are you enjoying the uh, the recent documentaries that they're making, sort of behind the scenes? Uh, most people seem to be really enjoying those. That Netflix series, Breakpoint. Yeah. Yep. Um, the honesty, I haven't seen a single episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I actually don't have that much interest in seeing seeing it from what I've also heard. I, mean, I should also mention Nick Kyrgios, who I think is, is a great guy. I get on really well with Nick. And, uh, you know, we've sat down and had a, a, a number of long chats and, and he's actually a very sensitive person and, and he's, he's a bit shy as well. And the stuff that he does um, off court, um, the work that he does with kids and, and charity, and, and then you sit down and you, uh, you talk to him about 
um, the, the mental aspect of, of the game and what he's been through. It's it's very fascinating, uh, and and overall, he's he's a pretty good guy, and I think people don't get to see that, um, which is a shame because he also doesn't want to, you know, expose himself too much on that that side of his personality. Well, that's something I'd watch you and him in a sit down interview. That would be uh, that'd be great, Tavo. You know, we sat down. I'm trying to think uh, at length for about probably. 40 minutes or so to do an interview in Miami um, and it was so revealing and you know he exposed so much of himself Um, it was really fantastic and it was a a feature that came out and into wide world of sports um, online um, trying to think last year whatever it was Um, so he's he's a a fascinating character uh, just as as the Nazi Kokonakis is as well Yes, yes, yes. Um, now, also, we had Renee Stubbs on last week to preview uh, the, the tournament, and, and and it's a great tournament. But she was mentioning Novak Djokovic and uh, his his endeavours, and you know, might as well just scratch his name on the uh, Australian Open trophy uh, before the tournament starts. He's that good. Is is that a concern in men's tennis that there's probably no one to challenge him? There is people to challenge him. I mean, yes, he's the favourite to win an eleventh championship. Um, it's it's pretty difficult to go past somebody who's won ten and and not suggest that they're the favourite for the title. Um, but there are challenges. Carlos Alcaraz, Wimbledon final last year, um, there was the one major that that Djokovic did not win, and and he was desperate to win the Grand Slam, which is the four majors in a single year. I think people are very lazy these days and refer to each one of those four as a Grand Slam. Well, it's not. They're a major, um, to be quite correct about it. Um, Yannick Sinner beat Djokovic twice in a, in, in a couple of weeks last November. So the challenges are out there. There's no two ways about it. Alex Dimonor beating him at the United Cup um, a couple of weeks ago. But it is Novak. He is, he is the GOAT for most people. And um, it is very difficult to beat him, and he is the favourite because he's won this championship so much. And and I know for a fact that what he wants to do is break every record there is in the sport and create new ones. So uh, that's you know to be to be the historical uh, aspect uh, to look at the historical aspect of the sport because he also knows that he's never ever going to be as loved as Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal. No, well, that, yeah, that's a yeah, problem with his imagery. But he's he's fantastic, and he's he's won the Australia yeah. ten times. So it's crazy that we don't get around him as much as we should. Um, but but do you think he, he wins it uh, this time around? You reckon it is just a foregone conclusion that he wins the eleventh? No, nothing is a foregone. If it's a foregone conclusion, then everybody else might as well just pack up and leave. Um, well. you, you never know what's going to happen, and that's the, that's the, the fascination of sport. Yeah. Sport is the ultimate reality show. It is. Yeah. Um, it is it's incredible, and uh, at this level, it's, it is just outstanding to see what they, they uh, create on a tennis court. So, no, it's not a foregone conclusion. Yes, he is the hot favorite to win. Um, and look, Obviously, I'd love to see an Australian win it, and it would be brilliant if, if 
um, Alex Dimonor was or or Thanasi or any of them were to go through. Um, but if it's not one of them, uh, one of the other two that I would like to see is, y- is Yannick Sinner. Um, and there's the Australian connection there with his coach, Darren Cahill. Or Daniel Medvedev, who I think the world of. I think he's a great guy. He's a funny guy. He's got a quirky way of playing. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, he's a, a tremendous personality. So that's, those are my, that's my thinking on the men's side. Um, you know, on the women's side, well, there are a lot of contenders there. Um, and again, it's, it's Iga Sriantek, the world number one, is the main, the leading favorite. Mm-hmm. You've also got a defending champion in Arena Sabalenka. And if she wins and goes back to back, she'd be the first woman to do that since Victoria Azarenka in 2012-13. So, um, you know, uh, Elena Rybakina, the uh, Wimbledon final champion and last year's um, finalist at the Australian Open. You know, there's another one. And you know, talking about foregone conclusions, Ons Jabeur, mm. um, who was the Wimbledon finest the last couple of years, who'd been a U.S. Open finest as well. She was beaten today by a 16-year-old. Oh, yes. Ira Andreva. So, uh, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. It's like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. You don't know <laughs> what you're going to get. <laughs> I'll take the peppermint cream. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hey, Kate Craig, it's been, it's been fascinating to chat. Um, look, I'm sure you're having the greatest time as you normally do in, in Australia and watching the, the Australian Open. Um, so, look, we, we absolutely really appreciate you giving us some of your, some of your time. Uh, good luck with the rest of the tournament, mate, and uh, we can't wait to hear your voice again. Gentlemen, thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Craig. No problem. Fantastic. Craig Gabriel there, uh, tennis commentator.